are back with the biggest thing ever of the year so far in my eyes here, Cougs. And it, it is August 2nd, so you already know where I'm going with this. And it's not other than the Grom Day. That's that's the biggest day, right? For me yeah, that's, personally. That's the There's only thing else going happening. On. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No other big news, big stories. Nope. Nothing just that. else is going on. That's it. It's the Grom making his season debut against Washington. He's going to face like this beast of three, four with with I don't know who the hell is going to play right field or first base, but oh, he's going to face the Nationals with less than Soto and Bell. But how about it? Trade deadline is here. We are recording this being an hour away, so we might just talk about anything that breaks within the hour on the podcast. But let's we're just definitely start keeping with our it. eyes on it. Yeah, <laughs> let's just start with it. I mean, I, I know we're LB show podcast, but we're baseball fans in general. How about it? Trade deadline. Not only that, just the Soto news today. Padres are just going. I, I saw a comment. I think it was from Adam saying that the Padres has forced trades on. That's how it feels. right? Now. Yeah, it really just feels like they're doing whatever they want. And, and you know, like um, to, to get a haul like they got today of Soto, Josh Bell yesterday, adding hater. They also got Brandon Drury as of like maybe 20 minutes ago. Like, you know, they're they're going all in and. They have these prospects that they're willing to give up, which I like. You know, I, I feel like prospect hugging can only get you so far unless mm-hmm. you are absolutely positively sure that these guys are going to be like actual big league studs. I, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't take the chance to try to win right now, especially with expanded playoffs. You know, there's more wild card teams. It just makes too much sense. So, yeah, I mean, if I honestly, it sounds weird, but I kind of wish the Angels would have done something with moving Otani or moving Trout or whatever. I know Trout has the back thing, but I, I want to have some faith about the future for my team, and I have nothing right now, Scuffy. I feel it. I mean, Syndergaard's still out there. We'll see if someone pulls that. I mean, I know the Blue Jays were interested. The Phillies were interested. I would like to see them go back to where it all started at Toronto. Yeah see what happens um but it's just been a crazy day so far i mean just think of this like later down the year you're you're going to have these team teams where where everyone's doing team teams of all different teams but for the padres man just having tatis soto machado josh bell Brandon Jury, there's a lot of good players that could be part of that squad right now. And on top of that, I mean, they got Josh Hader. It feels like Josh Hader got traded a week ago, by the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the deadline just moves so fast. Yep. So uh, it's been more hectic than I thought because at first over the weekend, it was quite slow. You hear like a few things here, especially with my Mets. We got uh, Vogelback and hey, we are actually undefeated with Vogelback on our roster right now. We're seven to no. I'm not saying that's anything, but I've just had to point that out. And then we got Tyler Naquin and then we just got Darren Ruff today. Uh, personally, like if I'm talking about my Mets, I, I, I want more bullpen. I definitely need a lefty. If it's like a Chaffin Soto, I, I, I don't know who else would be out there, but that's what I'm looking for. But either way, it's always fun to see, that one would be news just ramped up to like 200% right now. And not only that, we got we got big news on the MLB show front last week, and we got one tomorrow. But let's start off with last week, and that was the big collection. 
and McCutcheon, finest retro finest McCutcheon, makes his way into MLB Show 22. And my God, it, 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 hey, I, once I saw that was retro finest McCutcheon, he never had like a true end game card where he's like a must put in the outfield the way I feel like the previous years, it's always been solid, but never been like, Oh, I'm going to put him immediately in center field. And he's my end game center field for the rest of the year. Now with the retro finance being a new series, I think it's fair enough to say that this is indeed what we want to see from this series and see how it elevates these type of players, these type of cars you could give by this series. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, I was thinking in my head when, um, you know, they were doing the next collection because we were talking about our predictions and stuff. But I, I, in my head, I wasn't sure if they were going to do back to back retro finest collections because Brett was also retro finest and now McCutcheon's retro finest. Um, but if that's what it takes to give Andrew McCutcheon the best card he could possibly get, I'm all in because he always I can't remember if he has I know he usually gets like a 98. I can't remember if he has or hasn't gotten a 99 before, but even even so, 98 cards are still very good, but it never felt like McCutcheon truly got that card that really made him like a top tier player in the game when in 2012 and 2013 when he was at his absolute prime, you know, he was one of the top outfielders in the game. So I'm happy to see him getting the love and man this card is so good i i, I can't even like it, first of all i was very well prepared for the collection so i was able to get it really quickly and i jumped right into a ranked game first game with him lined out in the first at bat you know a little, <laughs> little rough whatever okay 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 it's all good because then i proceeded to get three home runs in his debut Ooh. game he just he went off man people yeah, you can't really pitch to him because he's covering all parts of the strike zone his pci mm-hmm. is huge like this card is to me right now worth all the stubs that it takes to get them. And if you've been playing the game, keeping up with uh, BR programs and event rewards and all these type of things, you should be, you know, you should have a good chunk of cards to at least get somewhat close. Even if you're, you know, only on Brett, you know, you get the extra cards later on. Like you're not going to regret getting this Andrew McCutcheon card. He's absolutely, at least in my eyes, worth the stubs. Oh, yeah. Heads down. I mean, it just look his attributes. 116, 125 for contact. Righties, lefties, 106 against righties, 115. And then his fielding, 94. His reaction, 93. Speed, 87. It's just this card is here to stay throughout the year, throughout the end of the year of 22, where you can mix and match, especially when we get to the regular finest cards. But still... Hands, I always loved his swing too. He he does. I feel like his cards are always underrated because usually when he gets released, like say the signature series or the rewards card that he got in the past, there's other outfielders, at least five or six that were better than when he got released. And just I, it, it, we 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 sound like a broken record. I say well, I'm going to sound like this every week. They knew the right time to release this card and. This card is just beauty. I just love it. There was a little hesitant because of a lag issue, depending if you have um, previous generations like the PS4, Xbox One, just because it's player model. There's certain player models that lags up. I haven't heard anything, though, from him. Yeah. 
I haven't either. Yeah. It's been, I have had no issues, no frame rate issues, nothing like that. He's been, been totally, totally good for me so far. And I've used him for about like 20 to 20 to 25 at bats, something like that. I haven't noticed anything with him. Now, let me ask the question from going from Brett to McCutcheon, how big do you think it was to collect all those cards? Was it, was it, a good enough card to justify the means of this particular McCutcheon? I, I personally think it is because, you know, there there's other it's not like it's not like you're not going to win games if you don't have this McCutcheon card. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still tons of outfielders that are, you know, great. That Julio card from the home run derby is a perfectly good center fielder to use. The Cedric Mullins from the uh, the BR flawless rewards. You know, you got even even a guy who's a lower overall that can tell Marte still is a very good card. So it's not like you, you know, it's not like you're going to automatically lose every game if you don't have this Andrew yeah. McCutcheon card. But if you have the means to get them and you have the ability to, to play the game a lot and earn a lot of these cards through programs and grinding and, and stub flipping, whatever it is, I, I just don't think you're going to regret getting him at the end of the day. It's like, yeah, it does cost a lot of stubs and, you know, whatever. But it's like, what else are you going to spend your stubs on? Like, you might as well use those stubs towards a card that is, you know, one of the best in the game, if not the best card in the game. So that's the way I look at it. Um to me, like obviously, you don't really you don't really beat Diamond Dynasty, right? It's not really a game mode that you <laughs> that you complete. But in my the, the way I approach the game, I like to go at it as the goal is to complete collections and get the best cards. For some people, the goal might be build the best Yankees theme team, or um, you know, just build their their favorite players of all time on a team build stuff like that. But for me, the way I like to go about it is I like to complete collections. It's a sense of accomplishment. At the end of the day, this Andrew McCutcheon card is the best reward to get. He's so good. I can't stress it enough. Now, who would you choose, Brett or McCutcheon? Man, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I overall, I may still go George Brett just because um, in the outfield you can shift guys around and there's a lot of guys who have secondary positions. And, you know, like I said, I love that Cattell Marte. I love the Juan Soto card. I love Julio. I love, um, Giancarlo Stanton. There's a lot of outfielders I really like using, but at third base, the only guy that's really been like absolutely locked down for me is George Brett. Third base was kind of a, a not a problem position, but a position that shifted around a lot before George Brett came out. And I still think he's by far and away the best third baseman in the game. Whereas McCutcheon, I think he is the best outfielder in the game, but I think the gap is a lot uh, closer uh, in the outfield than it is at third base. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that might, that might change come tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say we that, we might see a shift in that. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that later on the podcast. Let's go, also go over what else got released on Friday. And a new pack came, the two-box choice pack, which came out of blue. And it consisted of, I think, five, eight, eight future star cards. Yes, eight future star cards. We have five for base and then three for rare. Uh, we got Ellie De La Cruz, I guess, Ronnie Mauricio type of player right there being the switch shading shortstop Zach uh, Veen right fielder from the Rockies uh, Josh Jung who I think we've seen before as a future star card but 
now it's a 96. I think previously it was like a 92. Now it's a little bit more buffed up. Uh, Taj Bradley from the Rays being a starting pitcher. And then Alex Thomas gets his future star card. We saw his prospect series card uh, before being center field from the Diamondbacks. That was the base round. And then for the rare round, we got Cartara. Katara Diego, I probably just bought his name. That is the catcher from the Dodgers. We got Novell Marte, even though he might be shown as a Mariner, he is now indeed a red after being part of the trade package to go for Castillo for Luis Castillo. And then we have flamethrower Daniel Espinil. Am I, I'm probably botching that. I think, too, I, think you, I think you got that one. I think I did uh, from the Guardians. Uh, hey, I, when they first announced the two box pack and they showed the the base and being future star, I was like, okay, rare has to be like somewhere between ninety seven to ninety nine. And I think a lot of the community, like myself, got hyped up. Is this now the time where we see a ninety eight to ninety nine O'Neill Cruz future star card because we never got one before, but that wasn't the case. Maybe later. We'll see that, but overall, we got eight new cards on top of the collection. Come on Friday, not bad. I played with La De La Cruz. He was part, I, and it really reminded me of Ronnie. Really oh yeah, did. yeah. So yeah, Mauricio was, that card. was sick that year. So yeah, I get that. Um, I I just don't really get the uh, the name being the toolbox pack, and even on um. The description on the pack, it says five tool player. Some of these guys are not five tools. I mean, Diego Cartaya has got 48 speed and speeds. One of the tools um, you got Marte Marte's pretty up, pretty much up there. Good contact, good power, good speed, good arm, uh, you know, good fielding, all that type of stuff. But like, I feel like the five tool player toolbox name doesn't really fit these players as a whole. Um, I, I I feel like they could have just called this like the future stars pack or something like that. And then maybe use the the toolbox name for, you know, other five tool guys down the line. Maybe like, I don't know, like Mickey Mantle and all these guys. Like, how cool mm-hmm. would it be if there was a pack that just had five ninety nines in it? That was like the most expensive pack in the game that gave you the best rewards and stuff with, you know, a good rare round and a decent base round. Like, I think that might have fit the the toolbox idea yeah. more than these future stars but you know what the the cards are good um the uh the de la cruz card is really the one that um stands out to me the most in the base round and then uh i've heard a lot of good things about Marte. i know um okay. a few people have used him already and said that this card is really really nice so yeah I, i'm cards are good yeah. just don't really see them fitting in the the toolbox pack yeah, I'm hoping there's going to be like set two or set three, like the way you explained it. Like if it's like all those 99 cars with Mickey Chipper or stuff like that, that feels like it will come out like during the finest drop, right? Be like yeah. set three yeah. and be the five to a player type is. I even thought like when I first saw it and saw the five to a player, I thought of the 95 Mickey Mantle that we got last year. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yep, I thought yep. that could be like a particular card, or maybe like a Takahashi Chipper Jones before he gets ninety nine, or something like that. Like between the ninety seven overall, but we'll see. Come later down, not saying I'm also still expecting. I'm hoping for a future star uh, O'Neill Cruz. I really am. I would love to see 
what that car would be made of, whether it be like a 98 to 99 and uh, see where it goes. But it also shows that future star cards are still going to be coming our way, which I'm completely fine with. Yeah. Uh, so and and you know, adding adding eight more future stars cards in the game kind of gives people more of a chance to get some more of those cards for the McCutcheon program voucher, too. So, I mean, there's it has its value. It definitely does. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of how they did with events, too, to lead up to the McCutcheon dropping those two finest cards with Bill and then uh, Dontrell. So same same here. Uh, also on Friday, we got the roster overhaul. We got a couple new diamonds. Remember, the roster overhaul was pretty much based on uh, advanced metrics, uh, advanced stats to up like pretty much. How, uh, I'll even say what they say. Our players ratings team dug deep through the data from the first half of the MLB season, and we made a sweeping adjustments to player ratings. We always use advanced stats to upgrade and downgrade player ratings during the roster updates. And in the overhaul, we focus on the first half metrics to grade players, fielding, and speed. That doesn't mean the hitting attributes were going to be updated on this roster update. There was a few like, what the heck just happened? Why is this person not get up updated here and there? It was more so... Whether it was pitches, if they say a particular pitcher um, didn't have the correct pitch mix, or if someone's speed should be updated and or fielding, etc. And we got a couple of new diamonds. Who Rodriguez gets updated as a diamond. Uh, Kurt gets uh, Captain Kurt gets updated to a diamond, and then a bunch of new golds. The one that stand out to me was uh, especially as a BR player. Sir Anthony Dominguez gets a sinker, outlier sinker, added to his cards. Same with um, Joe Kelly and Daniel Bard. So part of me seeing that as a BR player, I was like, oh, okay. I like to seeing that. Yeah, no, it was. I thought they were going to do when they started talking about pitching. I thought they were going to do a little bit more with some of the pitching. I feel like. You know, like you said, there were some players that did get the, the cool changes like Dominguez and Josh Hader got the outlier two seam. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought they were going to do a little bit more with like some hits per nine and stuff like that. It was a little bit a little bit underwhelmed in that aspect. But, um, you know, we this update comes around every year. Um, it's it's one that we're used to. We know kind of how it goes. So, you know what? It, it was it was decent. It was OK. Um, you know. I didn't think that Julio would go diamond based off of his fielding alone. Um, I thought Julio should be a diamond already based off his hitting, but you know, yeah. he's there. Um, another thing, Aaron judge went up to a 94 again, but he got a boost to his base running aggressiveness of all things. Not, it had nothing to do with his fielding or his hitting, just base running aggressiveness. And now he's back up to a 94. So yeah, interesting update. Um, I, I can see why some people might've been a little underwhelmed with it though. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I'm not sure if they I know there's a roster update with tomorrow's player month update. But I'm not sure if that's any attributes based like hitting or so. I'm not sure if it's just transactions. Yeah, or, I, I would think it's just transactions because, yeah. yeah, it says trade deadline deals in roster update. So, yeah, with everything going on right now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also saw we mentioned last uh, podcast that we were getting a mini Minoso program where we get his 99 signature series from being uh induced uh inducted into the hall of fame 
So mm-hmm. solid card. If you especially need a free 99 card, if you need a signature series card, like how Coogs mentioned before, if you need these particular cards to collect for the collections for the Brett, for the McCutcheon, here's a nice, easy one that you could get free. And you could even plug him into left field if you want to and see how he goes. Has high contact. It's very Jackie Robinson-esque uh, yep. with his card. That's how I could compare it to. Anytime I see like in the teens, like the hundred, like 110s contact and then 80 power always reminds me like it's a Jackie Robinson-esque card. Um, yeah. And that's what it is. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that for sure. Um, and we actually should get another one that's similar to Jack A. Uh, Robinson, and that's the Craig Biggio tomorrow. Yeah. Also, um, I finally. About that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, what you just said right there speaks for itself. I forgot about that card. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've said my piece on this many times. There's no reason yeah, to keep I, going I about we, it. Yeah, I think we all did. But to be honest with you, I, I play with Craig Biggio. I usually never hit good with him but i mean this is only br of course but i actually really enjoyed using his card this time around um so i would definitely give it more a go personally uh mm-hmm. see how it is would he replace like say jackie for me probably not um but if yeah. i don't have jackie and i could get Craig Biggio and plug him at second i would that's what i'm yeah. pretty much set, like uh, he, if I he, tier rating. he absolutely still has value of course um like if you don't have Jackie, he's perfectly fine to use over there at second base. If you don't have a guy like Mike Napoli, he's definitely a guy you could rock out there at catcher. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you have those other cards, Craig Biggio really doesn't excite you as much as maybe you would have hoped um, from uh, uh, from when he was originally like announced in the game back at the beginning of July. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still going to use him. I'm still going to get him. He's going to be part of the program, you know, so he, he's going to end up in my inventory regardless. But I just wish I was a little bit more excited about him, you know? Yeah, I feel it. I, that's why we kind of beat over the hat now, just where we would like to see that being released a little bit sooner. That means we get a new one tomorrow, too, to see who it is. And we won't get it until September. But uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious much. Who's, who's that going to be uh, for for the Legend Flashback Lightning card come for I guess September was yeah September so mm-hmm. um, yeah and then we also got a new headliner and I always I, I I think he was introduced as a new legend a year or two ago Houston Street we got a f- retro finest Houston Street making his way same year as McCutcheon with 2012 I really love i really loved his milestone card last year with fusion street and i i mean now he has 125 h per nines for this card i am excited to using this card personally this is a card that actually got me excited uh i I probably one in a few because his name is not like it's not like say a raleigh fingers type of name but i feel like he could contribute just as good as a raleigh fingers card yeah no definitely for sure yeah it's it's he's just one of those guys that kind of works like in that aspect yeah so yeah i'm excited to see how how that goes um i'll definitely be using him br he's a type of guy that i'm going to be probably looking to use in the next circuit 
Like, yeah. I'm already, I'm already like, dude, I, I'm at the point speaking of the circuit. Like, I know that's going to be in the fall, but right now, I don't want to play with live series trout right now because I barely have him paralleled. I have him paralleled with two. So mm-hmm. he's a 92 overall right now. And he, he, plays as a like usually when he's up on ie he plays up as a 94 so he's below that 95 range yeah so i'm like yeah. i'm like this car could be sneaky for me for the next circuit i don't know i'm weird like that but uh, no, I feel you have to if that's what you're planning on doing you have to kind of keep that in the back of your mind I, I mean i've i've you know i've used so many like if i were to play in the circuit there would be a lot of cards that i wouldn't be able to use just because of how much i've played with these cards whether it's events ranked seasons or whatever mm-hmm. you know it is something i hope they maybe tweak for the next one but uh if they go off the same rules yeah it kind of it kind of forces you to change how you play and change the uh you know the structure of your team to make sure you're still able to actually get those cards in your lineup so i feel you there yeah i don't even play with Marte. Yeah, i can't i just yeah, got I, him I super fractor i could never do that <laughs> so good um but yeah, I, there's a lot of new content that came last Friday. I, have, I mean, we kind of already know what the best card is, being the McCutcheon. Um, was there any other cards? Have you, ha, you ha, how many future star cards have you played? Just the Delaware Cruz, right? They were saying. Um, yeah, just him. But that was in like an event game or a BR game or something. I haven't used any of those new guys in ranked. It's, I was just, I was tunnel vision on McCutcheon when he came out on Friday. So, yeah, I mean. Why would I mean? <laughs> it yeah. makes sense now. Now speaking of McCutcheon, we're, it, it has to be for there has to be another collection. We're going to assume there's another collection. Next one has to be a pitcher. I you really sold me. We were talking last week and we we're going over our predictions of who's going to be the collection, and we were we brought out that one name that is due for a great card, and that was Pedro. I'm hoping next collection. Either it's him or we we get him soon. That that type of end game Pedro. Yeah, I, I he he makes a lot of sense to me as a collection reward because once again, if they go with retro finest, you know that's going to be the best version of Pedro. You know the hits per nine are going to be high. You know the pitch mix is going to be good. Like all of everything kind of tells me that he might be that guy, especially since he was a program boss last year. They you know a lot of the times the guys who were a little bit more attainable become mm-hmm. guys that are a little bit more difficult to attain next year and they kind of flip-flop that so um yeah pedro to me makes a lot of sense as the next collection maybe sometime in like september uh or or, or even october um that just kind of seems to me like that's where it'll be yeah so i, I don't I know when see. did when did kershaw come out last year let's see that's a good question let's see uh kershaw we got Tom. mlb 21 when did he drop uh just go to videos see yeah september Um, 10th wow no that's all i see videos september 10th september 10th yeah mine mine's september 16th but i think yeah no you know what it was is he came out um as a collection reward when uh, team affinity four dropped so all the guys okay. like mickey mantle and the future stars oh, julio yeah, and all those guys yeah. came out he was a collection reward that day and the reason i know that for sure is because i was uh, at clutch's wedding i was in a men's warehouse <laughs> getting fitted for my tux as that was happening i saw all the notifications on my phone i was like man we're missing this but like let's get you married <laughs> now 
Now, speaking of that, like when you did Team Infinity 4, and now, now I'm thinking about this, imagine with the retro finest now, they go into Oct... Oct no, they go into September, like mid-September, and drop a retro finest series, 99, it's like 98 or 99 of 30 teams, of 30 players for all 30 teams. And then you lead into the postseason, and then after the postseason, you have... The real, like the other finest, like the live series finest cards. Yeah, and, and with that, I mean the retro finest. It doesn't have to be a ninety nine. I mean, you look no. at Brian Wilson; he's a ninety five. You look at Street and Brandon Webb; they're ninety six. You got Dontrell, Mazeroski, all these guys at ninety seven. So, I mean, that could definitely work. I mean, I think if they were going to do a featured program like that, they would probably be all. 99s just because the that's what it looks like the game is scaling towards at this point the player of the month tomorrow will most likely be a 99 lightning and the next program will probably match that and stuff so we're at the point where the 99s are 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 imminent so um yeah it is it is interesting to think though that they could add a lot of those retro finest type players like a 30 player program possibly but mm. i don't know if they would do two of those because they could do a retro finest program but you know there probably is just going to be a regular finest program uh in november when finest does eventually drop so i don't know uh it, it's there's a lot of possibilities with the featured program stuff one possibility i would love to see and I, it, it doesn't have to be a main program just like a side program is something about the trade deadline right yeah so i remember uh, it was like we kind of talked about this either last week or the week before on other packs we used to see in other versions of the game and then i i, I remember last year i mean in 15 they had the movers pack yes i, yeah, I, I remember you tweeted that yeah yes i tweeted that yesterday i think that they when they did that i don't remember if they released that in the beginning of the year and then updated throughout the year of what players get traded or what free agents like go to a particular team before the year. But dude, that would be dope. I mean, just another way of tackling, like it, it could just be like a choice pack, like a choice pack of like, say hater, you could get like hater or any other big, no name Soto um, live series cards in a pack or something like it within a program that I think that'd be kind of cool. I agree. I think that would be really great. I'm with you there for sure. Yeah, just be another way to celebrate. And you know what we're close to? Oh, I forgot about that. The, this this program that we have now ends soon, right? With the All-Star program. And what does it lead to? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams should be the next program. Yeah, the, that's right. Got, uh, yeah. That's next Monday. True. Very true. Now, I, let me let me ask you this because I've had this conversation with a few people. How do you feel about the Field of Dreams game this year? Oh, I mean, now look at what the teams are. <laughs> yeah, but let, let's say let's say the Cubs because it's Cubs and Reds, right? Yeah. Let's say both teams were actually really good. Would you still be as excited for it? I don't know, because I feel like how they approached the game last year, just the the pure like for lack of a better term, the pure like magic of it, you know, the the yeah. the players walking out of the corn uh, and, and, you know, having, um, you know, just that whole intro they crafted and everything. It was just it was like like baseball heaven. Like it really was. Mm -hmm. It was so well done. It was great. The game ended up being, you know, really fun, really exciting, which was cool. 
to me though, I I can't really see myself getting as excited for it every year. I feel like it should be maybe every two or three years, just because at first at some point for some people it might start looking like a gimmick. Um, hmm. And I, I don't really want it to become that. I thought it was a really special moment and a really good like event that they did for baseball. Um, and I'm just I, I'm worried that it could get a little bit oversaturated. It's not something that I feel like needs to happen every year. But that's just my opinion on it. I'm curious to know if you kind of feel the same way. If you're a little bit more like on like the the uh, it's just I, it's a fun event. Let it go type thing. Yeah, it's just another game. Personally, yeah. you can't top last year's game. You can't top that. I don't think you'll ever be able to top it, just like you said. So that <laughs> that already brings the expectations, like yeah, especially the two teams we have. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I think I would rather see it like in the beginning of the season. Yep. Then towards the end, because you already have we just had the big. I mean, it was what almost three weeks ago and almost a month to when the Field of Dreams is. But we just had like the all-star game and we we're kind of like now we're getting like the pennant race. That's what I'm more excited for. Like the so what teams are going to make it out of the postseason right now? Where where what's happening? Like what's going on right now with the trade deadline and just go from there. I'm not really like looking forward to the Field of Dreams game. I was last year because it was the first of the kind. I, I feel I yeah, but it's every year it's going to lose a little of oomph to it i guess yeah a little, little a little bit of the magic i guess you know although i did like when they did players weekend at will sport because then that's kind of different because you get all those kids there kind of leads up to the the little league world series like finals i think it's like the day at there of mm-hmm. the players weekend type of thing i did like that i'm not sure if they continue that though yeah, I have no idea, but it, it's it's cool. There's a lot of cool like events they could do. I don't know if they just like I don't think they need to just focus so hard on the actual uh, um that that specific one. I think there's other events they could do as well that could make it kind of fun in different aspects. Exactly. So um, either way, we'll get the program for it. But uh, the program should not be. Ba- I'm not sure. Last year really wasn't based on the teams of the game. I th- oh, actually, no, it was. Then we get Luis Gilito, DJ. Yeah, Felix. we got yeah Gilito, DJ, and uh, I thought there was another one. Felix and Clemente. Oh yeah, but those those guys were uh, were like um, like legends. I was talking about guys oh, from the okay. actual game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. The, we got. Did you? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Tim Anderson. Yeah, Tim Anderson was part of the game. I'm just talking yes, about the program yes. itself. Because we got the program before the game when they released the tops. Now, um, Tim Anderson. Yes. So correct. So either way, that should be our next program, and then we'll get whoever the MVP of, I guess, the Field of Dreams game tops now. And but Tim Anderson was the 99, right? Yep, 99 tops yep. now. Sweet. So be looking out for that. Was that on the 11th? So that's. That's next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So we had the new program on next Monday, and then Thursday is the Field of Dreams game, and then probably that Friday we get the MVP Top Snow card of that game. So I, hey, I'm going to just be biased here. Let Ian Happ still be a Cub and go off in that <laughs> game. 
so I could get yeah. myself a high diamond in a half card. Uh, but we still got a lot to look forward to tomorrow. Uh, we get the player a month uh, for July tomorrow. And yep. not only that, we get a shark map comes out tomorrow, which they were revealed that we get a Duke Snyder second and a half if you complete it. And then all the packs that are going to be filled in it. I expect Hormone Derby packs, uh, All-Star packs being it, um, and a lot more stuff. We could see a market crash come tomorrow due to that Conquest map. But Definitely. we'll get to that. We'll get to the results of that next week. But let's get to it. Let's get to our Player of Month predictions. I think we could go with the Lightning card because I think there's it's kind of hands-down choice. There's no really other choice to go with. I know Aaron Judge is having a great July. I mean, he has, he's just having a great year. I mean, he's on pace for 67 home runs. But we can't dismiss what Austin Riley just did in July. And on top of that, just got his $212 million extension from the mm-hmm. Braves. But Austin Riley seems like hands down, I say 90%. <laughs> There's a 10% chance I could see a starter. But I'm going to say 90% it has to be Austin Riley tomorrow for the lightning yeah, card. I, I think Austin Riley is kind of like a layup. I mean, the other, if you were going to go with like a starting pitcher, maybe like a Dylan Cease. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I mean, but like that, I, I think people would be pretty frustrated if that was the case. I think Austin Riley, you know, sure, he could get a finest down the line or something like that. But if if... 99 Riley for his month where he had uh, uh, 11 home runs, 11 home runs and 15 doubles, 26 extra base hits in this month alone. It's like I think he set a franchise record for the uh, for the Braves and he had a 1300 OPS. Think about how good Aaron Judge's month was, right? Aaron Judge, they played uh, Austin Riley had uh, 11 more at bats than Aaron Judge. His OPS was almost a full 100 points higher than Judge. And we all know how good Judge was this month. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much clear in a way, Austin Riley. And I really think they, if they do do somebody else, I think they'd be messing up real badly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I still, with Dylan Cease, I would still like a Dylan Cease card. Uh, I will say that. Miro Kelly also got player a month, uh, pitcher a month for the NL. Mm-hmm. He has a good pitch mix. I'm just going to put that out there as a sinker cutter. Um, so he'll be a nice choice to get in there. Uh, I don't expect to see another Edwin Diaz card, even though we got reliever of the month. Um, it's also our card is probably his end game card. Uh, is there anyone in particular you want to see for being a henchman? Um. I I mean, I personally, you know, it uh, more of like a bias pick because it's really the only uh, the only really bright spot of this team uh, this month was uh, I want to see Ren Hifo from the Angels, even though I don't think his okay. card would be very good. But he was uh, he did have a very solid month. If I pull up the splits right here, it wouldn't be very good power wise. He, he didn't really hit the ball over the fence that much. He only had one home run, but he had six doubles. He drove in 11 runs. He had an OPS of 825. He had four steals. So, like, you know, stuff like that. He had a decent month. Um, was Would it be a great card? Probably not. But as an Angels fan, we don't really have much to smile about. So that, that would make me at least, you know, a little happy. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see a Matt Chapman card. I would, yeah, this is a good one. I would like to see that. Um, even Alec Bohm 
Alec Bowen had a great July as well. Uh, for me, if it was for a Mets, either a Marte, even a Lindor, a 95 Lindor, because I'm not sure. Although he'll probably get his like 99 card, whether it be um, Retro Finest or they bring a classic Finest card of him. Uh, I'm trying to think of other names. I got one. Um, I'm not sure if they would because this guy already has a 92. But mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like Matt Carpenter's got to get something with his tenure with the Yankees. I mean, but, this yeah, dude, that, huh? That uh, did I say Matt Chapman before? Yeah, you said Chapman. Oh, I meant Carpenter. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It, works then, out, then no, it, it all works out though. Matt I'll Chapman works out. I'll too. go Chapman because Chapman <laughs> was one of my picks. Um, yeah, no, it'd be both of them, both Matts yeah. over there at at third base or at second base <laughs> or whatever Carpenter's playing. I mean, dude, Carpenter's crazy with the Yankees and and. Chapman has had a really good bounce back month, really mm -hmm. big time for Toronto. They needed that. So both those guys very deserving of a card for sure. You know who else had like a decent little month that I mean, I, I'm just looking at the numbers, so I didn't really watch him very much. Um, Yandy Diaz from the Rays. Um, yeah. Guy hit 11 doubles, had 18 runs batted in, had a 924 OPS with a 333 average like you know, he's a guy that maybe could sneak in there as like a henchman pick. Yeah. Did he get a postseason card two years ago when he had that like leadoff home run against yeah, the A's? I think, yeah, I think he might have. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I remember using that card and actually dig in. Um, so Santander actually had a decent um, July as well. I'm just looking at my switch. I'm looking at my guys like who I love to using. Uh, I would love to see see him as well. But yeah, it, it's oh also Cole Irvin might be a name that's doesn't really stick out, but I, it just another card I love to use. And he actually had a decent um, July. He had a 1.85 ERA. Gave up, I think, only his WHIP was 0.65. They hit. 160 against him it's just and he has a he has a pitch mix that works well with that would be the show so that could be a name to look out for just a random name and sneak up there even Carlos Carrasco cookie cookie had a 0.90 ERA although he just got his prime card similar to what we saw with Carpenter and even Chapman Chapman had a what, what was that Chapman card was that second half or breakout Wait, which one the the Matt Chapman the match I've been one. I think I'm pretty sure it's a 90 overall second half. Second half. Oh yeah, he's due for another card then. Yeah. Um, so. Looking at some other guys, uh, maybe one from the Rockies, maybe Daniel Bard. Um, perfect seven for seven and save opportunities this month. Struck out eight batters and in nine innings. Like I don't know what 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 does he have on his pitch mix on his live series? Let's see, Rockies. Uh, Daniel Bard sinker slider sinker. circle change and he does he does have outlier might be a card to keep your eye on right there that might that card actually might be really sneaky good if he does end up being a guy but um yeah just got paid too did just get paid two, was it was him extension. and yeah didn't did they do something with one of their starters or my thinking no I'm I thinking, don't I'm, remember yeah, I'm thinking. Of, I can't believe Herman Marquez is still with the Rockies after all this time. By the way, <laughs> dude, they had I, such a big chance to capitalize on his trade stock yep. last year, and he just—he's still there, and he's not doing as good. No, yeah, they messed up. Yeah. Although the Rockies, they don't seem to know what's going on. That they, 
I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Judge, though, like the year he's putting on right now, just imagine what his finest card is going to look like this year, especially if he reaches up to the ability of like, say, if he gets on the pace of 67 home runs. Just uh, you already know that's 125, 125, but that could legit, the like for a hitter, probably be the best season we've seen in Diamond Dynasty, I guess, history, like yeah. for live series type of player. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious what, what, what happens there. And then he, <clears throat> he doesn't become a Yankee next year. <laughs> that, that won't that he has to be i can't see him not being a yankee but yeah never know who knows you know but yeah um we got all that to look out for tomorrow i and then i was see i we should probably get update to the schedule come tomorrow because it only leads up to player a month and then that's about it if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah yeah um yeah, it leads to like player of the month. We get the shark map. We get a mini seasons refresh. Um, double XP. Double XP. Yep. Yep. New BR so program good. starts in uh, a week from today or a week from Tuesday, like whenever you're listening to this. Um, so you might want to jump on that. The event still has a whole week. The event doesn't end till the ninth. Yep. Um, so you got you got time to grind some stuff out. Um but definitely take advantage of that double XP because at the end of the current featured program, the um, the all-star face of the franchise, there are, I think, two or three of the ballin' out of control packs. So if Ooh. you're if you're grinding this program, yeah, there's there's uh, a ballin' out of control at 850k at 925k and a million. So if you are grinding, if you're actively playing the game. Um, there's a ton of ways to get XP in this program right now. Exchanges, two showdowns, four conquest maps, probably five when the shark map drops, uh, three different collections, uh, a bunch of moments, tons of ways to get XP right now. So if you haven't, get on that XP grind and uh, make your way to at least one of those balling out of control packs because the last time I opened one, I got uh, Max Scherzer and Fernando Tatis Jr. in the same pack. So... They're good. Oh. They're very good. Love it. Love it. So you heard it first. You know what to do for the rest of the week, and you'll have a lot more fun grinding the new player of the month tomorrow. Get to see the Austin Riley. Has it 99? Tomorrow? 99. 99. 99. Yeah. 100%. 99. And then we get to see the retro legend finest, wherever that card is. And we'll be talking about that much more next week, especially with the new program as well. We'll be discussing, we'll review that program on top of the player of month program and much more. And that's going to do it for this week. I think we, we went over everything. We got 20 minutes remaining while, while we're recording this of the trade deadline. So we're going to get out here and enjoy the last 20 minutes. Let's see if there's a fr- frenzy that goes on the last 20 minutes. Last thing I heard is the Yankees have been discussing for Pablo Lopez, Syndergaard being discussed between the Phillies and Toronto right now. There's a lot more action. I'm sure that's going to happen once we get off this, but you guys have fun. Enjoy the new program tomorrow. Enjoy grinding the rest of the week with the double XP. We'll catch you guys back here next week. Be sure to hit us on Twitter. We're at inside the show PC. Once again, 
inside the show pc on twitter we're also on youtube youtube.com slash inside the show be sure to hit thumbs up and sub the channel if you haven't already you can follow my boy kooks at kooks 46 on twitter find all socials there i'm at scuffy mcgee tv you guys have fun grinding until next time we'll catch you later peace out